Welcome to episode 411 of the show. At the last episode, I think I told you about um, an encounter with my colleague while we were at the Brides and Babies Wedding Fair. And um, I think I told you guys about the encounter and then ideas I had about um, exploring whether it's a good idea to have, whether it's a good idea to use your um, good looks, if you think you're one of those good looking guys and girls to use it as an asset in the selling process and how effectively you can um, use that. What's the most effective or the most ethical way to use your good looks in the sales process if you happen to be a good looking guy or girl. Now, if you want some more on those, if this is your first time of listening to this um, show, then you'll only have to scroll back, I think, two episodes after this, one or two episodes after this, and then you'll get all the details um, there. But since then, I've had some comments um, on my um, other assets. Uh, I think it was on WhatsApp, or I can't remember where. But someone reached out saying um, that uh, appearances, good looks, and uh, things of that nature can be useful in the sales process. And um, on a side note, yes, I had to agree with the person because uh, professionally speaking, he's someone that I do know. And I have seen him close a really um, huge deal. Or at least back then, this must have been like... Um, uh, must have been like eight or ten years ago. So back then, for any one of us to have closed um, a deal that was upward of um, a million naira was um, a big deal. I mean, for us back then. So um, he's in the video production space. He currently has one movie out um, in cinemas, and they're going to be on Netflix um, pretty soon. I'll get some details about the movie, and then I'll um, share it here. So in his early days, uh, you know, the whole packaging thing was um, part of his um, ploy in the sales process. But uh, if you remember, in previous episodes, when talking about these sorts of things, I've always spoken about, I've always tried to emphasize that sometimes it's not about um, how we look, our packaging, whether we're good looking, how we sound, stuff like that. Now, all things, all these things do help to move the sales process forward, but they are not the critical elements on which um, the sale ultimately rests. So nobody's going to buy from you ultimately because they think you're good looking or you sound nice or um, what else. And that's the reason why I keep emphasizing um, competency and credibility and all these um, other things, because this um, individual, um, I will... I'll actually get uh, the link to the movie and put it up here so you can see the kind of work that uh, this guy produces. So he's highly credible. Um, he's one of those people that has uh, schooled abroad. Uh, is it New York Film Academy or one of those things? Anyway, but bottom line is he has paid his dues, um, he has paid for the education, and he is credible and competent. So he might think that is the packaging that is working, but I think the fundamental thing is the um, credibility and the competency. That's the underlying factor. Because if you're um, highly packaged or highly good looking, uh, very attractive, very alluring, uh, what else? You talk good, you sound good, um, what else? You know, you flow in the right circles. If all those things check out, but then at the end of the day, you are mediocre at best, it's not going to help. So um, since my primary constituency, I mean, where I came from um, was uh, the wedding photography business. You know, it's something I talk about time and time again. You can package all you want, but if you're a crappy photographer, you're a crappy uh, photographer. So, um, uh, I guess, what's the summary? And I guess I'm saying that the summary is, you know, whatever it is that you can use to sell effectively, uh, by all means, uh, do. But let's not get carried away uh, and assuming that all these, uh, all the external factors 
the way we the way we sound the way we dress the way we look let's not give it more um weight than it uh needs to have anyway that's not the point of today's episode the reason why i'm making today's recording is because i happened to i, I had a debrief with this my male um colleague so that we can uh go over a few things what went right what we could have done better because this was his first experience with selling anyway and um if um, I used to show up at the office because it's not my, my own office, it's Shagun's office and he actually is uh, one of Shagun's employees. So if I had spent more time around them, we could have had some of these discussions before going for the Brides and Babies um, Expo. But um, anyway, so we'll just have to do the debrief afterwards. So I just want to share with you guys uh, some of the things that we discussed and some of the insights that you can gain uh, from the conversation. So... Um, First, I wanted to find out how um, it was for him, and he admitted that it was kind of um, scary. And I told him that it's not out of place because it actually is unnerving for most people to be thrown into that kind of environment the first time because expos can be noisy, and then you have hundreds of people moving all over the place. And then your uh, employer, um, in this case, Shagun, basically just says, uh, Hey, go, go and get people to talk to. So you don't have a game plan. Um, you don't have a game plan, you don't have a philosophy, you don't have a framework. And that's the reason why uh, being thrust into these kinds of things can be scary. But I told him that he handled himself okay and eventually he was able to uh, get comfortable with the whole process. And so it's a good thing. Now um, he's had a taste of it. We've had some conversations. So he's going to be better prepared the next time around. And he's looking forward to the next time that we can have um, another uh, expo. So uh, since we already had the conversations about what was appropriate, what was not appropriate, um, us being um, guys, you know, is it appropriate to, um, I mean, how do you, um, how do you uh, say hello to uh, potential brides, brides especially, because guys approaching other guys at trade fair, I guess that's not a problem. So how, what's the best way to approach brides, um, specifically uh, the best way to compliment them, if there's a need to compliment them, when to compliment them. Uh, whether uh, touching and pulling um, is allowed. I already told him that other people do that, um, especially uh, female marketers, but we're guys, so we don't have that latitude, so don't do it. And it's something I'm going to recommend um, here. So guys, you're talking um, with a female. This is the first time you're just uh, meeting her. Um, you're trying to uh, persuade her to buy your product or your service. Um, there's a lot of, uh, what's the word, sales resistance in the, in the whole process. So don't make matters worse by thinking that you guys are chummy now and then you can, you know, hold her by the arm to lead her or maybe put your arm around the waist or stuff like that. I've seen some guys do some, uh, all I say, cheeky, you know, things like that and, um, just don't do it. it it's, uh, it's a minefield. It could blow up in your face. There are some guys who know how to do it, but in my own opinion, uh, don't even bother trying. Let's stick to the much more essential and fundamental methods for uh, trying to sell. And let's get our, uh, our business that way instead of relying on our, um, relying on our charm and, and, and how smooth we are. So, uh, okay, now back to the conversation. So I told him that pretty much what we're trying to do in this kind of context, first of all, is to make sure that we're talking to qualified prospects. And a qualified prospect is someone who wants or needs what we can, uh, sorry, what we have, um, our product or our service. And uh, let's see what else. There's a sense of urgency, so they're getting ready to take action. And uh, I also told him about, um, let's see, want, need, uh, urgency. Okay, yes, and that they should also be able to afford. And so I told him that when we go for these trade fairs, uh, all these expos, that's pretty much what it is that we're trying to do. 
Now, luckily for us, brides and babies had solved the some of the qualification problem because, um, at least in the past anyway, some of the brides that have shown up for this fair are people that have either bought dresses from them already or people who are um, considering to buy um, dresses or bridesmaids' outfits um, from them. Now, typically, someone who has already bought a dress or is considering bridesmaids' outfits most likely has a specific date in mind. Uh, maybe they may or may not have um, paid for the haul already, but these are people that have already taken some action, and so because of that, they are qualified because they have a specific goal that they're um, walking to. So we looked at the list of people that we had spoken to, and I highlighted all those people who don't have a wedding date yet, and who said, well, they might be getting married in January of 2023, or might be getting married in June of 2023, or they may be getting married in December, or, you know, this or this or that or that. So I told them that when it comes to uh, the urgency matrix, those are uh, people who might not be um, qualified. But, you know, these are questions that we have to um, ask because in some situations it's possible that the bride and groom are really hoping for December and they really want, let's say, December 16th or December 17th. But then the family members are saying, oh, no, let's make it later. Ticket prices might be cheaper for people to travel in January, blah, 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 blah. Um, so those things uh, do happen. So because they don't have a date doesn't mean that they are not serious. But these are um, all the sorts of things that we have to take into account when we are uh, trying to consider who a qual uh, qualified client um, is. And that's on the urgency aspect. So I introduced him to this whole thing um, around um, urgency. And uh, okay, and I also told him how to handle the price conversation. Because the whole point of uh, being at a trade fair is not to try and close the deal on the spot. There's some people that can do that, uh, but that requires too much work. And it also is tied to, you know, how charming you are and stuff like that. And uh, I tend to shy away from um, all those aspects um, all those aspects of uh, selling. Because trying to dial up your charm or trying to become a wondrous whiz kid when it comes to... Um, uh, collecting millions of naira in one sitting uh, it's, it's just too much work it's a lot easier to be method oriented and process oriented and to do things uh, that way also because it's something that's going to be able to scale um, over time because you're not going to be as attractive or as charming as you are forever and then there's this weird thing that happens in the wedding space where we end up becoming much older than our clients and so some things just don't become uh, that possible anymore so in the early days um, me having a laugh and making some kind of jokes and things like that uh, with the brides and grooms, you know, was okay. But I'm now getting to that point where I'm almost twice the age of the average bride that I'm talking to. For instance, there was a bride there that was 23, 20, 20 something. But I mean, basically, I'm like 15 years older than her. And I'm at that age where everybody's already calling me sir. So everybody's calling me and Shagun calling us sir. And, you know, so if you were thinking about the good looks and the charm thing, if that was your thing, 10 years ago back when you were younger you know when you were 30 or maybe when you were 20 it's not going to apply now that people are already calling you um sir you know it might end up being that creepy uncle or that creepy dude at the uh bridal fair so but if you're thinking about much more structured um method uh, process frameworks if that's how it is you sell then you can keep the game going so it doesn't matter uh whether i'm 30 whether I'm 40, whether I'm 50, or whether I'm 60, so long as I'm process-oriented, everything should work out okay, regardless of whether my looks change or my charm changes or my um, uh, state in life changes. Uh, what was I? Also, I've deviated. I think I should start using scripts for the podcast so I don't keep losing my train of thought. What was I?
anyway let me just round up so bottom line um these are some of the conversations that we had this is the thought process when next we're going into uh, an expo we're looking for qualified people to talk to we're trying to get them to the office so that we can have better conversations make a much more better presentation find out what it is that they want and our chance for closing the sale goes higher oh yes uh -huh. so i was at um qualifying when it comes to money so i told him just give ranges the good thing is we already had pamphlets there so uh, you just open up the pamphlets go through the ranges show the distinguishing factors and then keep on uh, trying to sell the meeting figure out who is interested and see how we can get them back to the office so we can have a better conversation instead of trying to have a conversation when we're all surrounded by um, all that noise you know everybody else shouting the djs blaring music and um, all of that so that's pretty much the conversation that i had um, with um uh, with my associate after the brides and babies fair and uh i guess uh well if i thought about it ahead of time maybe i would have just recorded the whole session and it might have been much more um, useful to some of you over here on the podcast who might be in that situation where um you've been thrown in on the deep end you haven't done this sort of thing before and your boss just said uh yeah go uh now go and get some sales maybe you work for a wedding planner and she just threw you in on the deep end or maybe uh, you're currently in the wedding or the event space or whatever space you are and there's this um business expo that's coming up maybe abuja international trade fair or lagos trade fair or something 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 or whatever uh i think in abuja we just finished uh, the um for the ministry of tourism i think they had the international food food fair or something like that so these things happen all the time so if you're one of those people who are getting ready to be thrown into the deep end or one of those things then it might have been a useful um uh, thing for you to hear um, the debrief that I had with my associate but um, that's pretty much a summary I think I can remember of how um, the things went but summary um, yes it can be nerve-wracking but don't worry it gets easier with time the first time it might be scary uh, unsettling anxiety inducing but the reason why you're scared is because it's your first time you don't have um, a plan and you don't have a philosophy around how these things are supposed to go so hopefully the people that you're working with your more senior colleagues are going to bring you under the wing teach you a thing or two help you understand the lay of the land and give you a process around with uh, how you're supposed to sell and carry on conversations and as you do that it's going to get easier and easier and easier but it doesn't have to be a terrifying thing it doesn't have to be a nightmare each time you're thrust into this and uh, this kind of scenario where you are in a busy marketplace in quotes and you have hundreds of clients um, all around you and you have uh, hundreds of other vendors or service professionals um, around you and you're supposed to go and network with other professionals or you're supposed to go and talk to potential customers and you haven't a clue on what is they're supposed to do so don't be scared it gets easier over time just remember there's a method there's a framework there's a process try and figure out what that process is and uh, when you do that everything should be great everything is going to be okay so thank you very much for listening to today's episode. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.